Hi, this is Mr. Damon, and I hope that you had a fantastic, super-duper, mind-blowing, incredibly awesome day today. What was one thing that you liked that happened today? What is it? Think about it for a second. In fact, why don't you say it out loud? Nice. Isn't it amazing how much better you feel when you think about the things that you're thankful for? I mean, I guess we could spend our time thinking about the things we don't like or the things that didn't go our way, but how do you feel when you do that? Not good, right? Yeah, me neither. You see, there's always going to be things that happen in our day that we don't like. But we can choose what we get to focus on. And focusing on the people and moments that we're thankful for, it fills us with peace and it puts a smile on our face. Have you ever wished that you could change something about yourself? Maybe you wish that you had wings and could fly over to your friend's house, or maybe you wish that you had super speed, uh, or even better yet, super speed reading powers so that you could do your homework in three seconds. Or maybe you wish that you had super strength and you could pick up a mountain. That would be fantastic. I don't know why you'd want to pick up a mountain, but hey, it's cool, right? Or maybe it's something more real. Maybe you wish you could make new friends easier. Or maybe you wish you could make better choices and stop getting into so much trouble at school. Or maybe you wish you could stop lying to your parents and and be honest. We all have things we would like to change about ourselves. When I was little, I wished I could be better at math. And I also wished I could be Han Solo from Star Wars. But no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't fix myself. I didn't have the power to change things about me that I wanted to change. Especially the Han Solo part. If there was only someone who could help us become the people we know we were created to be. Hmm. Believe it or not, there is. Jesus not only died to rescue you and I from sin, he also died to fix the broken parts of us that don't seem to work right. He died so that we can become the people God created us to be. If you feel lonely and that no one loves you, Jesus died to show you that you are loved and that you're never going to be alone. If you are having a hard time controlling your emotions and you get angry at your parents and say things that you regret, do you know that Jesus died so that you could, yes, feel emotions, but then be have the, the, the strength to control those emotions instead of letting them control you? I'll prove it to you. Do you remember Peter? He was one of Jesus' closest friends, one of his 12 disciples. Peter went everywhere with Jesus. They were best friends. But Peter had a problem. He thought about himself a lot. Peter was selfish. When one of the other disciples would get to do something cool, Peter would get jealous. When Jesus would tell Peter something that he didn't like, Peter would yell at Jesus. True story. Then, when Jesus was arrested, Peter became so afraid that he was going to go to jail too. What did he do? 
That's right, he lied and said that he didn't even know Jesus. And after all of that happened, Peter saw how selfish he was. He wanted to change, but he couldn't fix himself. He wasn't strong enough. He needed help from somebody stronger. And he got it. Because after Jesus rose from the dead, Jesus' spirit, the Holy Spirit, filled Peter's heart. Jesus began to change Peter from the inside out. The scared, jealous, selfish disciple who denied that he even knew Jesus, slowly, because of Jesus' love, became a brave, generous preacher who told everyone who would listen how much Jesus loved them. Jesus did for Peter what he could never do for himself. He changed those parts of him, the selfish parts. And Peter couldn't wait to tell everyone about God's love and power. Well, one day, Peter and another one of Jesus' disciples named John went to the temple in Jerusalem to talk with God. Just before they walked inside, they saw a man whose legs didn't work. He had never walked a single step in his entire life. And every day, this man who had a handicap sat by the steps leading up to the temple, begging or asking others for money. When this man saw Peter and John, he did what he does to everybody else. He asked them for money too. And Peter looked at the man, and all of a sudden, God's love and compassion filled his heart, and a thought came into Peter's head. Jesus can fix the broken part of this man. No problem is too hard for Jesus. So Peter said, look at us. And the handicapped man looked at them, thinking that Peter was going to give him some money. Peter said, I don't have any money on me right now. But I have something even better that I want to give to you. In the name of Jesus, be healed and walk. Peter grabbed the man's hand, spilled his little cup filled with coins on the ground, and he helped him stand up. And as the man stood up, Jesus healed his legs. He stood for the first time in his entire life. And if that wasn't cool enough, he began to walk. And then after he walked, he started to jump. And then he started to run. And as he was doing so, he started praising and thanking God. Because Jesus, his Holy Spirit, had fixed the broken part of the man. He did for the man what he could never do him for himself. All the people that were standing nearby the temple saw the miracle that God did and said, What? No way! They could hardly believe it when they saw the man who used to be handicapped running and jumping. It was a miracle. Before Peter and John knew what was happening, the temple was packed with people who wanted to see the man that Jesus had healed. Peter, remember the one that was used to be so scared to even admit that he was friends with Jesus, all of a sudden is filled with such confidence from the Holy Spirit living on the inside of him, that he began to tell everyone in the crowd about Jesus. He told them what God's power and love are. It's a gift. 
and how we need to trust Jesus. He told them that only Jesus has the power to fix the broken parts of us. And many people that day believed Peter and decided to put their trust and hope in Jesus too. So what do you and I do when we have a problem we can't seem to fix? What do we do when we have an attitude we can't seem to make go away, even when we want it to? We do the same thing that Peter did. We bring that problem to God. The God who loves us has all the power in the universe and is waiting to help us. Listen to what Jesus promises you. In Mark 10, 27, it says, Jesus looked at them and replied, With people, it's impossible, but not with God. God makes all things possible. What problem are you facing today? What's the part of you that you want to change but just can't seem to do it? Do you know whether it's a big thing or a small thing? Jesus is ready to help you, just like he helped that man at the temple. Think about what that problem is for a moment. Do you have it in your mind? Good. Now, together, let's ask Jesus to help us. Say this after me. Say, Jesus... You love me and care about my problem. You are listening to me right now and want to help me. Will you do for me what I can't do for myself? You change this problem. You fix it. Thank you for being my best friend. I am so glad I can ask you for anything and talk with you whenever I want to. I want your love to grow on the inside of me. Bless my family, Jesus, and give me a great day tomorrow. I love you. Amen. Amen. You are best friends with Jesus. Just think, the God who created the universe thinks you, you, that's right, you are amazing and wants to help you with every single problem you are going to face in your whole life. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Have a wonderful night's sleep and sweet dreams. Good night.